0: prayer and then we'll we'll keep going god thank you for bringing us here together this morning god you are light we pray that you would fill us with light and god um, guide us in the truth your word is truth lord Uh, teach us today in jesus name amen all right so For those who've been here for a number of uh, of the weeks of the Revelation study, and I know there's been a lot of a lot of really good stuff. Um, I'd love to hear if there's something that's that's uh, struck you. It's been sticking with you, um, continuing to challenge you. you from the revelation so far we may hear more as we go too but um appreciate that thanks for thanks for sharing um so i thought also we, we we could use a little little quiz for from revelation maybe going back to some of the early weeks for those who were here hopefully uh and for those who weren't um maybe you'll still know might be a little more of a challenge but um so um one question that came up very early in in revelation was um is revelation a blueprint for future events Anyone remember that? I, is it? No. no. Correct. It's Revelation is not a blueprint for anyone. Remember that that Pastor Dave uh, was was impressing that upon us early on. Um, how many times does the world end in Revelation? Anyone remember that? I had to look back at, at my notes for this one. But anyone know that it ends more than once in Revelation? Yeah, because it's cyclical. What's that? Not three. More than three. What do you, what's that? five it's five yeah right in the middle seven's a good number yeah it's it's five according to pastor dave it's five five times because revelation is is cyclical and that's i think a good reminder or and for a lot of us probably not how we would typically think to read a book of the bible right you think beginning to end it it, it's chronological but it's not it's cyclical it goes over the same kind of um scenario multiple times in different I don't I don't know actually. We might have gotten through I think we got through all five of them. And now and now we just have a few more chapters to go, right? Just now it's kind of the well, there might be one more in in chapter 19, but <laughs> Yeah. Um okay, great. Anyone remember there's a there's a Greek word that um is kind of a call for the church to to do what to kind of stand strong and it's it, this came up earlier on Question. Who is Revelation written to? Not for, because it's for all of us, God's people, but who's it written to? Okay, good one. Yeah, you, you got me beat there, yeah. Um, okay. And then who does who else is it written to? To John, okay. Okay. Um, you're, you're you're running circles around me right now, Bob. Um uh, who does John write to? Anyone remember, help, help me with the seven churches, which, which, what are they? Ephesus, Pergamum, Philadelphia, Smyrna, Laodicea, Fellowship of Faith, Fellowship of Faith no, 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 that's the eighth. the eighth. <laughs> Thyatira, anyone say Sardis? That's the one, yeah, Sardis, Sardis, that was the one that I, that I was forgetting too. Um, right, good, good. Good. Um, yeah way to go good job you guys passed um all right so uh, what I want to do is um, so with these is written to the, the seven churches or written yeah to John to the seven churches and, and we get to kind of listen in on that right and and the whole the whole of revelation is all sent to those churches right um even though it's there's a message to each church and then there's a whole other part of revelation that we've been all to those churches. Um, I want to read uh, Revelation chapter 1. I just go back to the very beginning, the opening. And I want to ask you all to kind of listen for words and concepts that now that we've gone through uh, a bunch more of Revelation, almost all of it. See, see if you hear anything that kind of, um, that you've heard, we've heard later on in Revelation. That words, concepts that are familiar that will come up later. Because often that's what, what uh, will happen in books of the Bible. The intro includes a lot of what they're going to cover The rest of it. So, all right, Revelation chapter 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testified to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ whatever he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep what is written in it, because the time is near. John to the seven churches in Asia. Grace and peace to you from the one who is, who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of earth. To him who loves us and has set us free from our sins by his blood, and made us a kingdom, priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, the one who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and partner in the affliction, kingdom, and endurance that are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard a loud voice behind me like a trumpet saying, Write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Then I turned to see whose voice it was that spoke to me. When I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was one like the son of man dressed in a robe and with a golden sash wrapped around his chest. The hair of his head was white as wool, white as snow, and his eyes like a fiery flame. His feet were like fine bronze as it is fired in a furnace, and his voice like the sound of cascading waters. He had seven stars in his right hand. A sharp, double-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was shining like the sun at full strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. He laid his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. I was dead, but look, I am alive forever and ever and I hold the keys of death and Hades. Therefore, write what you have seen, what is and what will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Get in, get in groups, small groups, um, and going to kind of go through, unpack the, uh, those messages to the churches a little bit, um, but um, before we do that, I uh, wanted to put in front of us one more kind of uh, theme that's come up in Revelation, and we, we touched on it earlier, actually, but there are two, there's two main ways, two main um, threats to the church's faithfulness to Christ, Two main, uh, two main threats. What 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 are those? What are those? What are those threats? And we're talking like just at a basic level. We we, we were touching on this a little earlier, Marilyn. So maybe someone else. If uh, does that does the question make sense? Or yeah, Bob, oh yeah. Uh, tell, tell us one of them. I'm looking for something a little different. Um the uh yeah, John. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that's kind of what I was getting at. I maybe didn't put the question very well, but um yeah, so kind of the the external persecution and I would kind of put that as as fear of man from the outside, and then the uh, internal seduction or the allure of sin, um, love of the world, you could say. Um, and, and one of the things I thought was was really interesting as I was going through this was um, the uh, there's a verse that we just went through in 1 John that I think connects up with this really well. It's actually kind of the very end of what we covered last week, so I'm going to read that it w- w- when we think about um, the love of the world, that second the second threat to our faithfulness of Christ. Um, so this is this is 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride in one's possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world with its lust is passing away. But the one who does the will of God remains. through this last week, yeah, um, it's like it captures what we're talking about here, um, all right, so what I, what I want everyone to do is uh, get into groups of, um, groups besides just your spouse, right, maybe maybe three, four-ish, and and we're going to actually assign a different, uh, different church, Ephesus, Smyrna, you know those, um, and I want you all to kind of uh, read it together, and then put it in your own words, summarize it, taking like 10 minutes or so. So we'll see how this kind of breaks out uh, numbers-wise, but um, I'll give you guys maybe 30 seconds to get into, into some groups. So we're going for seven groups, but it might not be perfect, and that's all right. It's okay if we have multiple Ephesus. So get in your groups, and then and then let me know when you're in your groups. but I think I think we're good. I think is this are these two groups or one group? One or two. 2 1 2 I think one, 2 3 can't count. I think we're at 6. Good close enough. Close enough. Well uh one of the churches we'll, we won't we won't touch on. That's okay. All right. Um you guys are Ephesus, all right? Ephesus, Smyrna, right here. Um Pergamum. Pergamum. Yep. Uh, are you guys one group or two? One. Back there. One okay, Thyatira, Thyatira, uh, and let's see, you get you guys are one here, Sardis, and Philadelphia, Philadelphia, and 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 okay. So your instructions: we're gonna give you guys about uh, ten minutes, and uh, yeah, read read it together, read read it together, and then um, just like we read. John to write, I want someone to write, so find a writer, write down, basically what we're trying to do is put it in your own words, um, try to capture, if you get stuck, if you get confused, don't worry about it, like certain parts of it, but just try to capture some of the main message to like encouragement, correction to that church, um, and then we're going to read those together, so, all right, give you guys about 10 minutes, does that make sense, Any any questions on that? all right well let's uh, let's come on back to the whole group seems like some good discussion conversation going it's great uh, all right so i hope that uh, you all did some writing maybe someone in in the groups uh, or or if not someone's ready to uh, to share a few words about um, about the letter summarizing it putting it in 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 words that we all can hear. Um, so, so we just want to go and take a few minutes and kind of go around and uh, have each, each church kind of uh, share your summary, share your, uh, um, or whatever you have. Um, so hopefully that's, that works for folks. So let's start over with, with Ephesus. Um, yeah, great, great.
1: but then sort of chastise them for forgetting their first love. And some of those things, and then saying, you know, you need to do what you did at first. And so then we listed some of the things that probably you do at first, which is like the churches were open to others and accepting. Um, They were fishers of men. They didn't worry about being accepted by the rest of the world, and they focused on Christ. But then it develops into the God hating their actions, not them, but the actions that they were doing, and their focus shifted from Jesus to more of themselves, and um, they're called back to do what what they're told to do, and that they're supposed to try to become victorious and overcome external forces and internal and internal forces, such as the government, what other people say. And then,
0: like, lust of the flesh for eternal. That's great. Thank you so much. Really helpful. Yeah. Good, good. Um, all right. And you guys are Smyrna? Is that right? Yeah. Real quick, I
2: think about what she was saying. Yeah.
0: What do you have here? Aaron Smyrna. Aaron
1: likes to talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to just share a few points, too, that's uh, well, fine. It doesn't have
1: to be. Smyrna basically is uh, a church that the angel is told to say, hey, guys, you're doing pretty well, uh, but there's going to be some opposition
3: coming your way. Some of it from the inside, the Jewish people who, Penetrated the church, and we're trying to get them to obey the law. We're there, uh, but there's going to be persecution from Satan, and you're going to undergo some tough times, to be thrown in jail, whatever. But hang in there; it's going to be okay in the end. I think that's the message: mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just to hang in there, be persevering, don't knuckle under to that which is inside of your church and that which is coming from the outside to destroy you. It's
0: mm-hmm. great. Thanks. Something else? Jen, Jen pointed out that she looked at each of the churches. Nice and, and loud. There
1: was a promise to each one of the churches in a little bit different way at the end if they followed through on what God was telling them to do. hmm
0: Mm-hmm. So that was kind of an interesting insight. yeah, that's great thanks. I was looking back at the notes too and, and Pastor Dave said that they had the promise to each of the at the very end of each of those letters is an eschatological promise meaning it's future right If you look at those they're all future oriented It's not necessarily right now, but second death or some of the others are eat of the tree of life, right so it's all kind of yeah, great thank you guys. you guys had Pergamum said. Pergamum. It says says okay. Um,
3: Carol pointed out that, first of all, the name meant uh, a marriage looking deep. It was a mixed marriage. You've heard of monogamy, bigamy. Pergamy actually was illegal in a couple of states when we first formed and had slaves. Black married and white it was called Pergamy's marriage. So we know this is a mixed marriage thing. they do have pluses. Um, They hold to his name, even when one of their faithful was martyred. And they are in the heart of where Satan dwells. So they were able to still hold fast to Jesus' name, even in this church that appears to be hinting of corruption, sort of like what I called Corinthians. Um, Then he goes to those that uh, things that were holding against them. We noticed in Smyrna, there was nothing bad said about it, only the good. This one here, will have both good and bad. They went the way of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block. If everybody remembers Balaam, the donkey that ended up talking, trying to stop him to go to Balak. That whole story where he finally got uh, a way to have Balak defeat Israel with women around the camp and having their men come out and intermarry. And uh, that's the warning that they had here. So it seems like they're in the middle of the same thing here where they're being enticed by whatever the government has to pull them away. So they're having this problem. Um, They also uh, hold to this doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which Jesus hates. Nicolaitans, could, there was two different possibilities. One, that it was a man named Nicholas teaching a doctrine that was against Christ. Or it could be an untranslated word, Nico, meaning power or rule over the laitans or the laity, rule over the laity, sort of like what Church of England did by not reading scripture in their own language. It was Latin. And they used the power of the church to basically hold power over the people. So we didn't know which one that was. And their cure was to repent quickly and to use the sword, the two-edged sword that Jesus used in his mention of the name earlier. The reward, for those that uh, hold fast, they would be given manna, the hidden manna to eat, or the bread of life is the way we kept the that. And to him, it would be given a white stone with his name written on. It. stone. A white stone was used as a ticket to get into the Colosseum where bread was usually thrown. So it was like a ticket to the party. Another one would be the priests. When they would have to make a decision for God, there was three stones. A black or white, and then this other stone was translucent. Like if you pull one of the black or white stones and then the translucent if the translucent load, it was word from God. If it was a white stone, Could be that that was your ticket
0: in. You, the way this is going to do Thanks, Bob. Thank you, guys. That's good stuff. Very thorough. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, in the back here, you guys are Thyatira? Yes, speaker. Jesus <laughs> and faithfulness Nice and loud. Thanks. Great. All right, coming up here.
2: I feel like
0: we just got pretty good here. What's that? We just got good here. Okay. <laughs> here. <laughs> Which church were you guys again? Sorry? All right, nice and loud, too. What do you got?
1: on all these religious activities that might look good, but they're really not walking in the light, and they were called to repent. Um, and, and, and also, was pointing out, there are a few that are walking in the light that have not soiled themselves. Uh, but I think it was really a call to, uh, to remembering Christ rather than the activities or deeds that people, are, that are just easier to do that makes it look
0: Great, thanks. And last but not least? So we had Philadelphia. Nice and loud. Um,
2: There's a a focus in the beginning on how there's this open door that no one can shut. And we thought that the door would maybe represent salvation. Like once it's open, you know, God, God opens that door to us and people can't take that away from us. And there was a focus on the faithfulness of the church and kind of acknowledging that. And the, that the persecutors would eventually have to acknowledge God's love for his people. And that he rewards the faithful. He will protect them. And then at the end it seemed like they were talking about like claiming his people, like marking them with his name. So it seemed like a lot more, from everyone's summaries, so it seemed like a lot more positivity in this church. But really just reminders of... Of like the focus on protecting God's people and really claiming them, marking them, <laughs> protecting them from you know from other things, and then like that eventually the persecutors would have to acknowledge that that God has protected His people
0: above them. That's good. Thanks. Great. Thank you all. Nice, nice job. Um, so, so your homework or your my encouragement for you all is based on what you heard from the different uh, messages, different letters. If one. And we heard some themes in them, right? But if one of them really kind of feels like this is what you need or what God has for you, like whether it's more on the the correction side, more of the, or more of the encouragement side, or some mixture, spend some time in that in that letter this week. You know, read it over, pray through that. Um, feel free to, to jump to Laodicea as well. We didn't get to that one, so um, include that one as well. I think there's a mixture mixture of both in that, but um, yeah. Um, yeah and, and and let's just remember as we as we kind of go that um I mean, I think it is both, and I think um, you all help bring out the importance uh based on what our current situation is personally and collectively as a church, whether it 's facing pressure from the outside and fear of others uh, or the enticement toward comfort, sin away from God or both, right I think that um the call is to to Nikkei, to conquer, to overcome. In the midst of that, um, so let's just be open to um, what God wants to tell us th- throughout this week. And, and let me let me close us in prayer. God, thank you for this time. Thank you for uh, just the engagement uh, in your Word uh, of, of everyone here in this in this group. Help us, Lord, to uh, to to grab a hold of God and just stir our hearts toward the message you would have for us. Uh, from Revelation, from these uh, le- letters to the churches. Um, God, we want more of you. Lord, we want we want to want faithfulness uh, to you. It can be hard, Lord, but you are merciful. You have encouragement for us. You have what we need. Um, uh, you have us, Lord, and we thank you. And so we commit ourselves to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, everyone. See you soon.